Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter, where my handle is at turkeyhitman, and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. So this week, I want to talk to you about hunting turkeys on windy days. But before we get started with that, I've got a couple of housekeeping things that I want to discuss with you. First, if you would, please go to www.huntingandfishing.nationwide.com and vote for the Save the Habitat, Save the Hunt initiative for the NWTF. By placing your vote for the NWTF, you'll be helping them with the opportunity to win $45,000 from Nationwide Insurance. Now, there are about five or six different conservation organizations that are participating in the contest, and the winner is going to get $45,000. The other organizations are going to split $30,000 between them. So it's a big difference between first and 6th or 7th. The second place finisher is going to get the same amount of money that the 7th place finisher is going to get. So please go to huntingandfishing.nationwide.com and vote for the NWTF. Do your part to help them win forty-five grand, and they're going to do their part to make sure that we have turkeys to hunt for a long time to come. The second thing I want to talk to you about is that all turkey hunting has started for a few states and I'm already getting notices of hunting accidents. For example, this past weekend in Wisconsin, an 11-year-old boy accidentally shot his father while they were turkey hunting. He told the sheriff's department that he mistook his father for a turkey Sunday afternoon and shot him in the upper left area of his chest. The man's flown to the hospital and was believed to be in stable condition Sunday night. So this just is a reminder for you guys to please be careful out there. Always identify your target before you squeeze the trigger. Once you squeeze the trigger, you can't get that shot back. And you don't want to live with a lifetime of regret. It's much better to go home empty-handed than it is to make a mistake that you can't correct. So please be safe out there. That's always the number one rule. All right, so now on to our topic for the day. When I watch the weather during turkey season, and I see that it's going to be windy the next day, I am not real pumped up about getting out of bed at an hour, hour and a half before daylight and driving to my hunting spot to go and listen to the wind blow. 
If you've been turkey hunting for any period of time, you know typically the turkeys don't gobble very well when it's windy, or if they do gobble, we can't hear them because of all the noise in the woods. So it's just not a day when I'm real excited about getting up to go out hunting. Most of the time on those days, I'll sleep in. I won't even go. Now, we don't always have that opportunity because some of you guys may only get the chance to turkey hunt a few times a year. Or if you're out on a turkey hunting trip like I am a lot of times and you've traveled somewhere to hunt, you've got to take advantage of every opportunity that you have in the woods. So you're forced to hunt on those windy days. The main reason I bring this up is that when I was on my turkey hunting trip out of state this year to North Dakota, South Dakota, and Montana, the wind blew a fair amount pretty much every day. Of an eight-day trip, we may have had two days where the winds were calm. In fact, one of those days that the wind blew, we had 50-mile-an-hour winds. 50-mile-an-hour winds. And then the gusts were up to 60 miles an hour. So those are not ideal hunting conditions, as you well know. But we didn't have a choice. We were there for a limited amount of time. We had turkeys that we needed to kill, and so we had to hunt. And we did kill a turkey that day that the wind was blowing so hard. It was not fun being out there in it. But there are some things that you can do to help increase your odds of hunting on those windy days. So that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. I'm going to give you seven tricks and a couple of tips on hunting windy day turkeys. So the first trick that I want to share with you is to hunt early mornings and late afternoons. In most parts of the country, the wind will not really pick up until a little bit later in the morning. I know here in Alabama, typically if it's going to be a windy day, it'll be fairly calm right at daylight. And so, of course, that's a great time to hunt. But by 7, 30, 8 o'clock in the morning, the wind starts to pick up. So, between that period of daylight and about 7, 30, or 8 o'clock in the morning, there's actually pretty good hunting. So if you're able to get on a bird early before the wind starts to blow and the wind starts to blow while you're hunting, then that's not the worst scenario at all. However, I've killed quite a few birds before 7.30 or 8 o'clock in the morning. So it's a good opportunity to get out early, get on a bird, and see if you can't do some good. Same thing late afternoon. Late afternoon, the winds will typically die down a little bit around dusk. And that's a good time to catch a bird immediately before fly up or even to hear them fly up and gobble on the roost so that you'll have one located for the next day. So the first trick I'm going to share with you is to hunt early mornings and late afternoons. The second trick that I want to share with you for windy day turkeys is one that I'm sure you're all aware of. If you're out in the woods and you're turkey hunting and you're making a call that is not cutting through the wind and the call is not traveling, you're not going to have very much success calling in a turkey. The turkey has to be able to hear the call in order to respond to the call, in order to come to the calling, in order to take a ride in your truck back home. So be sure you're using a call that can cut through the wind. A box call is a very good call to use, whether that's a paddle box or just a standard size box call. Another call that I like to use is an aluminum pot and peg call. So an aluminum call has a much higher pitch and is actually going to cut through the wind a lot better than a slate call or you know maybe a diaphragm call. So if you don't have an aluminum call, I highly recommend you, you get one. Something about an aluminum call really makes turkeys gobble, and I like to look 
to use the call even when it's not a windy day. But on a windy day, it is a go-to call. Now trick number three is to hunt areas that are shielded from the wind. Wild turkey's best defense is their eyesight. When everything in the woods is moving around them, they get very nervous and very skittish. And so they do not like windy days when the wind is making leaves on the trees dance and tree branches sway. They just don't like that. So turkeys will move to areas that are more open, like an open hardwood bottom, any kind of a draw, your hollows, power lines or gas lines that are in big timber, so any kind of utility easement that's in big timber, creek beds, etc. Those are all good places to look for turkeys on those windy days because the wind's going to be shielded from getting to them. They're a little bit more open, so the turkeys have better vision out to a distance, and they can see any potential predators approaching them. So those are great areas to hunt on those windy days. Now, one of the days that we hunted in Montana is actually the day that I killed my turkey. We spotted some birds down in a creek bottom, and when I tell you it's a creek bottom, it is a draw with a creek that runs through it really a ditch is basically the way to sum that up. The turkeys were down in this ditch out of the wind and they were just hanging out there. So I actually slipped into the ditch up ahead of them and eventually they walked past me and I was able to kill a gobbler that way. But it was a miserable hunt. It was very windy. It was raining and there's no other way that we would have killed those birds. They were not responding to calls at all. So any place that you can think of on your hunting property that is shielded from the wind is a good place to start. Tricks number four and five are a little bit contradictory, but they do work hand in hand, and hopefully you'll see where I'm going with this. I'm going to also give you a perfect world scenario, and I know that it does not always play out this way in the real world. So trick number four, use the wind to your hearing advantage, not your hunting advantage. What I mean by that is if you can get downwind from loafing areas, strut zones, and roosting areas, a lot of times you'll be able to hear turkeys and locate them. And if you can hear them gobbling and get them located, then you can worry about making your approach. You can worry about getting in an area where when you call the turkey can hear you. Because if you're downwind from a turkey and it's a very windy day, that turkey may not be able to hear your call. So you want to be sure to get into an area where the turkey can hear you. But first, you have to know where the turkey is. So you can use the wind to your advantage in that case. To give you an example of that, when we were hunting in South Dakota this past spring, one day it was, again, rainy and cold, and the wind was blowing. That day, my friends and I hunted a creek that had a pretty decent amount of timber along it, and that's where the turkeys were roosting. We knew they were roosting there because we had heard them there the morning before, so we knew the areas that the turkeys were staying in. Two of my friends went upwind of where I was, and they went upwind of where the turkeys that they were hunting were. I was downwind of the turkeys that they were hunting, and I was upwind of the turkeys that I was hunting. I could hear their turkeys gobbling. I was at least 600 yards away from their turkeys. The wind was blowing that day about 20 or 25 miles an hour. And I was 600 yards from those turkeys and could hear them gobbling plain as day. 
Now, both of my friends ended up killing a turkey that day. In fact, we all did. But when we got back together and were talking about the hunt and the hunting conditions, I asked them if they could hear their turkeys gobbling on the roost. And neither one of them could hear their turkeys. They were 100 to 200 yards away from the turkeys that they were hunting, and they could not hear them. I was 600 yards away from their turkeys, and I could hear them. That's what the wind does for your sound. So that's what I'm talking about. If you can get downwind from the areas where you know turkeys like to hang out and try to get them to shot gobble that way, or maybe there's crows already in the area and they're gobbling on their own, but if you're downwind from them, you can hear them. If you're upwind from them, you may not be able to hear them. Now, trick number five is to use the wind to your hunting or calling advantage. What I mean by that is if you can get upwind from a turkey after you get him located, that will increase the odds of that turkey hearing you call. Now there's two caveats here. One, you have to have the time to be able to do this. A lot of times turkeys are moving. A lot of times you're trying to get to that turkey before hens do. But you got to have time to move your location and get to a better area where you stand a chance of making calls that that turkey can hear you. Now the second caveat is that your upwind setup is an optimal setup and approach. If you've got to cross a huge field to get on the other side of the turkeys to be upwind from them so that they can hear your calling and the turkey's going to see you walking across the field, bad approach, bad idea, work with being downwind from that turkey and you're just going to have to call loud. The same thing with your setup here. If you know that you're to move upwind of that turkey and there are deadfalls or there's a creek between where you would set up upwind of that turkey and the turkey, abandon that idea. Get as close as you can to that turkey and sit down and call. Start out not very loud, but work your way up and get louder with your calling in hopes that that turkey can hear you. So if you can move around from downwind to upwind, that will help you first of all to be able to hear the turkey and then secondly for the turkey to be able to hear you but be safe doing it be smart doing it don't spook the turkeys because on windy days if you're able to find a turkey that's gobbling you're going to want to hunt that turkey instead of having to look around for others so just kind of keep that in mind all right trick number six is this when the wind dies down a little bit in between gusts, usually on windy days, if you're having a lot of wind gust, there's a period of time between those gusts when you can actually hear a lot better. Call during those times and listen very carefully. You're not going to be able to time the wind gusts because they're not going to come at set intervals. You're just going to have to call and hope that you get a 5 or 10 or 15 second break in between gusts so that your call can travel and the turkey's gobble can travel back to you for you to be able to locate where that bird is. So that is trick number six for you. Trick number seven, if you can do this, it is a great strategy. The day before a cold front moves in or the day before you know that it's going to be very windy, and usually the weather forecasters are fairly decent at predicting when the wind's going to blow. So if you know Thursday that the wind's going to blow real hard, then try then try very hard to get into the woods Wednesday evening to roost a bird. You'll be at a huge advantage. If you know where a turkey is roosted the next day, even if the wind's blowing 50 miles an hour when you wake up, you can plan your approach before you ever leave the house. 
You can get in close and tight on that turkey if you know where that bird is. If you can get one roosted the day before a cold front or the day before a windy day is arriving, you'll be at a much greater advantage and you'll stand a much better chance of killing a turkey that way. Point in fact, several years ago I was hunting with my friend Todd at my hunting camp and we got a couple of birds to gobble on the roost after fly up one evening. We knew exactly where the birds were. We may not have known the exact tree, but we knew within 30 or 40 yards of where those turkeys were. We thought we knew where those turkeys were going to go when they flew down, and we felt pretty confident that we had a good advantage on those turkeys for the next day. Well, that night, a front moves in, and it starts to rain, and the wind starts to blow, and the weather was not optimal. But we knew where those two turkeys were roosted. So the next morning, we got in there to the area where the turkeys were roosted, We set up. I put Todd in front of me. I sat back about 40 yards behind Todd, and I called. And the turkeys gobbled one time on the roost. They flew down, and they never made another sound for the next two hours. And we sat there with them. Well, after a couple of hours of sitting there, a turkey gobbles. Now, after I heard the turkey gobble one time, I called to him. The turkeys came in. We ended up killing one of the two turkeys that came in. But that is a perfect example of how roosting a bird can really benefit you and put you in a position to where the weather doesn't matter as much. So try that out. Try that little trick of roosting birds a night before a cold front shows up or before a day where there's a lot of wind forecast. All right, so here's a couple of tips for windy day turkeys. So the first tip that I want to give you is this. You can get away with a lot more movement on a windy day. So move in tight with that turkey once you've got them located. And then sit down and start calling and hopefully you can work some magic that way. But with the the leaves moving and with the trees moving, everything moving in the wind, you're able to get away with a lot more movement yourself on those types of days. So keep that in mind. The other thing that you'll be able to do by getting in tighter with that bird is that you'll stand a lot better chance of that bird hearing your calls. The second windy day tip that I want to give you is to be ready because if a bird responds to your calls he's usually a lot closer to you when you hear him than you think he is. Also that turkey may come in silently. On windy days the turkeys don't gobble very well. And if you can get a shock gobble out of one or a courtesy gobble, as a lot of people like to call them, and I do too, then that may be all you get. So if you sit down and you call, just be ready and keep your eyes open and peeled. And of course, always make sure it's a turkey before you squeeze the trigger. Make sure it's not another hunter who's moved into the area who's heard your turkey gobble. But on a windy day, that bird may have been gobbling at you, may have gobbled several times, and you just may not have heard him until that one time as he's gotten within a certain range of you. So if you hear one gobble, you may want to really start looking around for a good spot to sit that's concealed and safe and get your butt planted on the ground and get ready to shoot. And as I always tell people, Don't be afraid to stand up beside a tree if you don't have the opportunity to move. Don't be afraid to just stand there or put your shoulder up against a tree and wait on a turkey to come. There's nothing wrong with killing a turkey while you're standing up. I've done it many times, and I will tell you that I have run off a lot of turkeys trying to sit down when one gobbles and he's close to me. So stand there, 
and get ready to rock his world when he comes in. So that's all of the windy day turkey hunting tips that I have for you this week. So for next week's episode, I'm still working on getting us a guest to come in and give us some fall turkey hunting tips. So as soon as I can get the details worked out with that, we'll have that show rolled out and see if we can get you guys some tips to have a little bit more success this fall. Now, in the meantime, thank you for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed the show. I know that you have choices. I appreciate you spending some time with us, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.